ask me again. <laughs> what did we just watch, Amy? We just watched Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle from 2017. Is that when it came out? Yes. Seems like it was more recent than that, but also the new Jumanji is coming out very soon. It is so 2019. It wasn't that long ago, I guess. It's not that long. It's no. not long ago. So these are our first impressions. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to jump right into it or are you going to talk about the trailers? Because we got trailers. Even though this was a DVD, it launched with a big pile of trailers for a bunch of movies that made me really question whether or not I was the audience for Jumanji I mean, Welcome the, to the Jungle. In this case, <laughs> this case, maybe, yeah, the trailers did set up our experience of, yeah. of Jumanji. I mean, I don't think we have to go. You can list them. I'll, I'll, so we, we saw um, The Star, which was a movie I did not remember at all. Yeah, it was about, like, Bethlehem and yeah, Christmas. It was, it was about the donkey and all the other friends in the manger getting ready for jesus i think that was not super well conveyed in the trailer uh we saw a trailer for peter rabbit Mm -hmm. with james corden who i didn't know was the rabbit and peter rabbit yes also that movie was very different in that ad than any other ads i had seen for it yes it was mostly about a rabbit fighting an angry young man yeah it was a little violent (laughs) actually Yep. Like cartoony violence, but lots yeah. of it. But that's not what I think of when I think of Peter Rabbit. Cartoon violence. Yeah, that's, that's no, not I where I like go. No, I think like English cottages. And, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. Which... Three. I didn't know there were... I knew there was a Hotel Transylvania. I didn't know there were three of them now. Um, that one looked fine. Like, as far as goofy animated kids movies go, that one looked the least terrible of the trailers mm-hmm. that we saw it's about uh dracula going on a cruise and being grumpy about it but i feel like Gra- dracula being grumpy is like a standard like characterization for him yeah yeah that sounds um sounds good and a big vast established canon of characters from the first two hotel dracula movies like oh no blobby's gonna be sick i I guess Blobby was an established character as well. He had a baby blob, he and you know blob. that made kids laugh. It made like, me laugh. It's the sort of thing that kids will like. I laughed at it. It was yeah. cute. Um, then we saw. So the, the thing I wrote down before I even knew what the movie was, um, the little preview trailer was like, "This movie has been rated PG for rude humor." And I was like, <laughs> "What? That's an interesting." It was the emoji movie. Yeah. And. Oh. Uh, that certainly looked like it was the Emoji Movie. Yeah. Yeah, these trailers, like, collectively were just rough and made me feel very bad for parents. Um, I'm sure parents have good movies out there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, there are good movies. Just, like... None of these. Each one were all computer-animated problem. Yeah. Then looked boring and weird like not in a good weird not a good weird not a good weird um yeah the emoji movie looked like uh the exactly what i expect from the emoji it's about all the emojis that live in your phone and one of them's different and he wants to be special and they have to go to the source code and they have to go to the source I, code. I remember that from the scene the trailer yeah like, earlier but um <laughs> go through the firewall and 
James Corden was in that one too. He played someone. Is he the hand? I think he was the hand. The high five. The high five hand. And um, the guy that plays the main character in that has. Right, we don't talk about him anymore. Because of the sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't <laughs> like, He doesn't get to be in rough, things anymore. Rough association there, Emoji Movie. I mean, already yeah. you were the Emoji Movie, and that's a rough place to be to start yeah. with. Uh, but you went and made it worse. Although I'd say the ugliest movie we saw was not the Emoji Movie. It was the Swan Princess, <laughs> a royal mystery. Now you're going to say, Kevin, you said that in a weird way, but that's because mystery is spelled with a Z in it. Because <laughs> maybe everybody in the movie keeps getting Z's written on them. Perhaps Zorro showed up. Zorro was not mentioned. No. But I wondered if this was like a crossover well, so between think, the Swan Princess and Zorro. Zorro might be public domain. I, we haven't had like this deluge of Zorro movies like we have with Sherlock Holmes or Robin Hood. So maybe not. Okay. Maybe they can't call him Zorro. I don't know. But yeah, Z's were showing up everywhere. And man, that movie looked like a pile of garbage. Next to the Emoji Movie. <laughs> These previews did not set us up well. No. They were kind of painful to watch. They definitely made me go like, what is the Jumanji Movie's target audience? Well, yeah. Well, we, talked, we picked this movie up from the library. We and Libraries we were talking about uh, it's in the youth section. Yes. And what that, what that might mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and these were all very youth trailers. Yeah. I, but I will say um there are things that we like in general. We've just watched kind of two movies in we're a gonna, row. We're going to pick a movie we like. That or like the emoji movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a good reference yeah. to the to the um, trailer that we watched. Yeah. <laughs> um You know, we do like things. That was that was my same kind of thought when yeah. we were starting to get into Jumanji. I was like, "Oh, I thought I was going to like this movie more than I did." Yeah. Um, we also saw a trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming. And it made that look boring, too. <laughs> well, it was all about the special features on the new Blu-ray that was okay. coming out. Um, and that was the weirdest thing to me. was like, they're advertising Blu-rays? What is this, 2007? I say as someone who owns lots and lots of physical media. That's true. But I, it also, I was like, well, we're watching this on a Blu-ray, so their audience is people who already own them. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Um, I also had a weird, like, mental brain moment of how language changes when it was like, on digital. Because the Sleeping Beauty royal, not Sleeping Beauty, Swan Princess. princess. You wouldn't know she was a Swan Princess because there was no swans. Well, yeah, I thought it was going to be Swan Lake story, but. No, um... no. Uh, Yeah, Swan Princess just said on digital at the end. And I'm like, that's. It's an interesting phrase. Like, we all know what that means, but it's an interesting thing that English has turned into that. That that is a thing. Like, digital is now a medium? I don't know. Oh, yeah, so Jumanji. What did you think of Jumanji? What did you like? Great place to start. Um, What did I like about Jumanji? I liked when Dwayne Johnson's character smoldered. Yeah, that was... That was a good moment. It was a good good self-aware kind of like beat that they played a little too often like there was mm-hmm. it, they pushed it too far but it was a nice little like your one of your superpowers is smoldering i mean his name is literally like dr smolder so yeah 
Um, but he did. He smoldered well, mm-hmm. and that was good. I liked that. Um, I'm looking at my notes to see if there's anything else I liked. Dwayne Johnson does do very self-aware oh, yeah. acting. The yeah. bits. That's, that he's, is one of his he's go-tos. Very good. He's, a, he's a good physical comedian. He is. He um, is. Which I think, I think in a lot of ways comes from his background in wrestling. Like he's kind of moved past that. He's no longer The Rock and that's cool. Um, but I think there's a lot of his skill there comes from the live performance aspects of professional wrestling yeah. and being trained in that. Yeah, well, and, uh, the wrestlers are actors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're performing. Um, they're great, many of yeah. them. <laughs> Again, John Cena is the same boat. Like, he's right. moved into sort of this acting space, and he does a great job because he's of that. Pretty good comedic. Yeah. Um, in general, I liked the acting from Dwayne Johnson the most... Um, the other three lead actors have all done better work. Yes. I'm assuming Kevin Hart's I don't know that I've seen many Kevin Hart movies. No, but it does seem that he's in a lot. He's in a lot. He's in a lot of movies. A lot of them with Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can play well together because of the size difference. Because one of mm-hmm. them's tall and one of them's not tall. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. Mm-hmm. Um... Here's a thing I liked. This is a structural thing that um, is weird to say. So in the movie, um, we're assuming you've watched the movie and obviously don't care about spoilers, but we're not going to do like a plot recap or anything because this is just our first reactions. Um, everybody has three lives and they're marked three little bars on their arm, um, which is very video gamey. Like that's, or at least it's what people think video games are like. It's not actually what video games are like, but that's not important. Um... The movie did a really good job of trusting the audience to keep track of how many lives everybody had left. That's true. Um, I could easily see, like, shot after shot of, like, oh, look at my arm. Now I've got two left. Now I've got one left. Like, that sort of thing. Um, But there were multiple moments when it trusted the audience enough to just keep track of how many times everybody had died, quote-unquote, and allowed that to work in the movie's favor. Um, when Karen Gillian's character got bit by the snake at the very end, like everyone, like no one was worried about it because we knew she had one life left. Um, and so that played really well Mm -hmm. in that moment. Other things I liked, um, I liked the New Zealand guy whose name I do not remember, who played the guy driving the Jeep at the beginning and the end of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought he was funny. Okay. Because he just repeated the same lines over and over again. That's true. In a very believable way. That's true. <laughs> what did you like about the movie, Amy? Um, well, I mean, I like the actors in general. Mm-hmm. I like I like the actors in the movie. Um, I can't say I liked their performances. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's... Im- you know, you have that attachment going in mm-hmm. to who the actors are and what they've been in previously. Um, and I thought that the scenery was pretty. It was. It was a um, pretty movie. It looked like it may have been filmed where uh, Jurassic Park, so I'm thinking Hawaii. I oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't. I haven't checked. Yeah. It could easily have been Hawaii, though. Yeah. Um, those were the two positive things <laughs> I had. Bleed over positivity from the actors. Um, yeah, well, I, I, as I, 
asked Kevin at the beginning of the movie, am I just tired, grumpy, or <laughs> is this boring? And the answer was both. Yeah. I'm a little tired, grumpy, but... Um, yeah, it was a real slow open. Um, and and not... I mean, we, we paused it like 12 minutes in. It was about the time you asked me that question. Mm-hmm. And... On the one hand, I was like, "Oh, it's twelve minutes. That's a lot of that's a lot of intro exposition." Like when we all know where this is going, because I didn't I didn't pay any money. I got it from the library, but I didn't pay money to see these four teenagers played by actors I don't know. I came to watch The Rock and Jack Black and all these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it was very draggy. Like it was a very slow opening. A lot of setup that was boring. It's very predictable characters. Oh, yeah. Predictable jokes. Um, yeah. It, I wrote down, it reminded me of when we were in grad school and the students had to make plays. <laughs> and like three quarters, three quarters of the plays that they wrote would be, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, former students. Um, three quarters of the plays. You're, what, if would, you're a former student listening to this, it probably wasn't your play we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. They were about stereotypes. Uh-huh. And you had... You had your high school stereotypes uh-huh. transferred you're, into the college setting, yeah. and you're they had a and your nerd conflict. <laughs> they had to come together, and that's and your pretty girl, like no, that, that was about as well as these characters were ever set up or developed. Yeah, no, absolutely, um, and yeah, Dwayne Johnson and Karen Gillian's character did not mesh at all like they had no reason to I mean I'm, like I'm each okay other. with that though because they're video game characters so the video game character like the the I don't know their, their soul their essence their real self yeah they were falling in love but you're in these like kind of two puppet video game avatars so um, I'm not surprised that the avatars, <laughs> since they were not designed yeah. to be romantically involved, didn't have chemistry. Well, I guess I didn't buy it in the script either. Like, I don't, I didn't think there was enough to support that well, there. No, there was no character yeah. development. Just <laughs> nothing. None for anybody. Nothing. Um, Jack Black's character got to be selfless, and then she learned to like people more. Like, all of the arcs were incredibly predictable. Were just, just exactly what you'd expect them to be. Mm-hmm. They learned to like each other. Um, I had a I had a moment when they were all in attention together. I was like, oh, this movie wishes it was The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure people have made this. It's The Breakfast Club and Jumanji put yeah. together. That's... Um, the joke is that the pretty like popular girl is in the Jack Black's body. Jack Black and that's the the joke, the, the joke through the whole <laughs> that's movie. The only joke. That's, <laughs> that's the, the whole joke. Yeah, I could tell Jack Black was getting tired of playing that by the uh, end. <laughs> Someone again who has a lot of comedic talent but is playing one joke the entire movie. Uh got rough. Um I have a lot of complaints about the way the video game worked. 
<laughs> I, had, I had a lot of questions. What are your questions? I had some, this is not a movie to think hard about. No, like, but so really, we can't it's stop. best not to ask these questions. <laughs> um, but from an accuracy standpoint, well, here from a let's go conceptual first. Okay, conceptual, big we, picture. I th- this is one thing that I liked. Uh-huh. I forgot to add this. I did like the beginning kind of callback to the board game mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. Um, because I thought they were just we were going to kind of just start the Jumanji story yeah, just over to, just ignore over everything again. so I did appreciate that um, but conceptually going from a board game that transforms itself into a video game ostensibly because the teen who receives the board game is not interested in board games mm-hmm. in 1996 mm-hmm. but is more interested in video, video games. games yes that was that was the narrative that we saw visually on screen and i i question okay that choice and then jump to 2017 uh-huh and that who the right the the people behind the scenes are thinking that teens today would be more interested in an very old like Atari level video game rather than a board game. <laughs> yeah, board <laughs> games are cool right now. And then there, there are more <laughs> questions about their level of knowledge of what a video, a video game, game is and what a video game narrative <laughs> is. We'll get there. Yeah. Um. But yes, this this time of this time jump. Um, of what is more popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in 1996, video games were probably more popular to teenagers than board games were in general. Um, also, another thing, and my fingers crossed, um, the the house, the hovel that he was living in, that was like so-and-so, Alan Dershowitz was here. It wasn't Alan Dershowitz. That's a famous person. Um, that was Robin Williams' character in the first movie. Okay. So, in the first movie, Robin Williams lives in the jungle for 30 years, and it was, I guess, this jungle, the same Jumanji jungle. Although, okay. some at some point in time, it switched from being a, a board game jungle to a video game jungle, but kept his house. That's right. Now, if we were doing this professionally and really critiquing and, and analyzing, mm-hmm. we would have watched the first movie mm-hmm. with Robin Williams to refresh our memories yeah. and, com- and compare. But we're not. We're just doing it we're for, just fun. Doing for fun. <laughs> so um, I do have. Um, we'll get back to the game stuff because I want to. I want to hear more th- of your thoughts on that because I'm fascinated as someone who plays a lot of video games myself. I'm curious what someone who doesn't thinks. Um, the villain in the first movie who came out of the board game and chased Robin Williams and the kids around for most of the movie um, was very thematically tied to Robin Williams's character's story in that he was played by the same guy that played Robin Williams's dad in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it was dealing with things like using board games to escape abusive life. And, and there were some thematic components. There was none of that in this movie. <laughs> I'm glad you remember this. Like I said, yeah, I, we're doing I, this professionally, like we the, would watch it yeah, again. We would, but um, I'm just remind like this villain who had nothing interesting going on about him other than generic evil had like no thematic resonance, which reminded me of the first movie actually having some. Mm-hmm. 
Video okay. game thoughts. Video games. Okay. All right. Well, I think some of my questions about this conceptual, how we, how we switch uh-huh. mediums are going to happen in the answers about the video game okay. itself. And um, let's see. In 1996, I think I was about 11 or 12. That sounds 11 right. 11 or 12. Based okay. on my estimation of, of when you were born. Okay. And I... Th- I knew nothing about video games. I and I know nothing about video games now. <laughs> so, so my memory is not reliable. In 1996, did a first person like, or I don't know if this would be a first person game. Did a video game with this kind of narrative structure exist? Oh, that's an interesting question. Where you have the like. Secondary, the what are they? MDs, the NPCs, in, non-player characters. NPCs that walk up and say something um, to the yes. actual players. So that was that was a thing. The the, the sort of quest giver roles um, where they had like one line of dialogue that they would just say every time you talk to them. Yeah, the, that was a thing in 1996. Okay, um, it's still a thing in video games today because um, a lot of video game does. Like improvements have been technical rather than narrative, mm-hmm. <laughs> which says more about video game development than it does this movie. But yes, that was that was true. That okay. you could have you could have quest givers that would you start the game and they're like, "Great hero, we need you to solve problem." Okay, yeah. So that would have existed. Okay, jumping to the 2017 yeah version that the teens are playing. Um, I mean, I could at least recognize that structure. I knew the lives and everything. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing about video games. And I really wondered why Dwayne Johnson, uh, the nerd character, was the only one of all of those teens who knew how video games worked. That's a fantastic question, Amy. And the answer is probably because whoever wrote this movie doesn't know anything about teenagers. Because... I think at this point in 2017, it doesn't matter if you are a nerd, a jock, popular, everybody's playing video games. Yeah. Everybody's got phones that are full of video games. Yeah. You got all kinds (laughs) of ways to play. Yeah. Yes. Maybe in 96. Maybe Maybe in 96, not the jock and the popular would, would know as well. But now... Yeah, no, everybody knows how to play video games. Um, but I would, I would argue, I suspect the last time a person, the person who wrote this played a video game might have been 1996. Writing's hard, y'all. Writing is hard. Writing Writing is is very hard. hard. Like, kudos to getting something out there. you made it. You made a thing where never a thing had existed before. But, yeah, so much of the internal consistency of this game was wrong, which bugged me. Like, there were not established rules or like, oh, we got to go to the next level. I'm like, well, what's... Like, it's all one continuous world. It's just different part of the jungle. Yeah. But, like, the idea of a next level is a very 1996 video game thing. Mm-hmm. You have separate worlds. And you go to this world because it was easier to just render one portion of it. And you go to this. And then you go to that. And there's often, like, a hub world that you'd bounce between. But... And that's still true again in video games because the design of video games hasn't changed a whole lot. In I mean, there are many examples of great video games, but the mediocre ones are all the same. Um, but like, 
if they were saying like, oh, we're on a new level, they should have like felt different rather than just different. Like we're in the jungle. Now we're over here in the jungle. Now we're over here in the jungle. And it did, they didn't have a lot of like uniqueness about any of the individual levels. No. Well, and they're not picking up things, points, tools. There's not a way to gain more lives. No. Um, well, and it's funny because nowadays in... If you were to make a Jumanji-esque video game in 2017, the concept of lives isn't a thing really either. You'd just be going exploring. Well, you'd, you'd explore, or you, and if you died, you would just reset to a checkpoint. You'd, yeah. you'd bounce back. And you can do that an infinite number of times um, in most games. The, the idea of, like, oh, you have three lives to do something actually comes out of, like, the arcade-era video games, like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, where you got three lives for a quarter. If you wanted more lives, because you ran out, you put in another quarter. Mm. And that's how you can play forever. And that's, that's where that idea of, like, lives came from. And that got ported into a lot of the early home console games, Mario being a great example. But as like time went on and even by like 1996 that was much less common of a thing not uncommon but and even then losing all your lives in mario means you have to start the level over again but like it's not like under no circumstances do you play a game lose three lives and then are stuck stuck forever <laughs> because that would be a bad video game <laughs> yeah well, the, the, whoever created the game of Jumanji was probably not trying to design the Yeah, I have lots of questions about where Jumanji comes from. Like, what, what, it, what is it? What is, what is the game Jumanji? Is it, does it come from someone? Did someone make it? Is it just a force of nature that exists, that has existed throughout centuries? Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't answer any of those. Well, I have a lot more questions. I mean, there's yeah. that, like there's um, there's a clear melodramatic villain. Yes. Um, clear bad guy, but the place itself is not really a villain. They do have some animal attacks, but it's very like I I remember seeing the original Jumanji. And almost being scared. Oh yeah, of of the animals. like the monkey showing up was terrifying, or the lion. Yeah. Like the 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 jungle itself was meant to be terrifying, right? And this was not. No, nothing about the environment was terrifying. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah I, it's weird to me. And I'm comparing this to my vague memories of the original Jumanji. The original Jumanji was very much based in the board game. But it was really, like, the challenge of it was almost an endurance test. Like, you had to get to the end. You had to keep rolling the dice, moving mm -hmm. your piece, and eventually get to the end, and then it all went away. Yeah. Um, and there's a certain inevitability about it that made the challenges or the difficult things interesting because we don't have to defeat the panther or the monkeys or the monsoon. We just have to get 
through it. We have to survive it. We have to escape it. Um, And having all that stuff in the real world, I think, made it more compelling than we're just in the video game. Yes. And they do, from very early on in the film... um, Jack Black's characters eaten by a hippopotamus. And yeah. So, like, from the very beginning, you know that these characters can die. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the drama is that they have, they only have three lives, so they yeah. can only die two times. Um, but I think that takes away from some of the terror mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the consequences. It never really felt like they were in peril at all. Mm-mm. And they played with that to a certain extent. Like, when Kevin Hart's character gets kicked out of the helicopter as bait because they know he can afford to, to lose a life. Right. And you're, so you're, it's, you're not afraid for him. Mm-mm. Um, because you know, he'll come back Yeah, and it's kind of cartoon violence. And, um, yeah, I still don't know who this movie's for. I don't know what the audience for this movie is. Like, I don't, I don't see it being the kind of movie I loved as a kid. No. But maybe I'm just projecting my good taste onto the past. I liked Spice World for that matter, so you can't I, trust I, my past You're not taste. the only millennial uh, <laughs> that that is, that is true of, I am sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know about an audience, but they're making another one. They're making another one. I mean, the, the previous coming into it told me that this is going for a much younger audience than I thought. Yes, certainly than I expected. Um, particularly with a PG-13 rating, though. Like, I don't think any of the movies we saw trailers for had PG-13 ratings. Mm-mm. They were all PG, maybe G. Um, so the fact that this was PG-13, and and rightfully so, the violence, there was some language. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't balk at this being PG-13. Mm-mm. But... Yeah, it was fine. But you would think there is there is going to be a grab towards people who saw the first Jumanji. Yeah. Um, With the second one. Yeah. Not just for kids who... I mean, they, they could see it. Yeah, kids could it's, see it. It's, 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 it's not going to like ruin your kids. Well, no, no. It's available. It's not <laughs> oh, like yeah, it's, it's been around. in the Disney vault for no. 30 years. Um so I had different questions about the video gaminess of it, which is, I was under the impression that the jewel is what gave the bad guy his animal control powers. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're going here. And then he spent the entire movie without the jewel. Yeah. Like, the movie starts, and the Jeep guy already has the jewel and gives it to the main characters. Mm-hmm. At... No point does the guy's magic controlly animal powers ever go away or is in question or brought up again that that was related to the jewel. No. And none of the characters uh, got, ever, got yeah. these, like, these abilities. That's where I was really expecting it to go with... Um, Kevin I keep just Hart? wanting to call her Amy Pond. Oh, <laughs> I know. Karen Gillens. Karen Gillens. Um... With the snakes. I thought she was going to go, I've got the jewel. All these snakes work for me now. Like, that would have been a nice moment. I mean, the way they went with the extra life, like, that was clever. Um, but, like, they just dropped that or or set it up and was like, like the justification that I can make because I'm 
a dramaturg in trying to make this work is, oh, well, you have to remove it from the jaguar's eye, and if you do that, you have the powers forever, regardless of whether or not you still hold on to it. But that doesn't explain why he wants it back. That was uh, some good exposition you added yourself there. <laughs> That's what drama trick does. If I, yeah. if I, if this is what it is, I have to understand why that is the way it yeah. is. <laughs> and that was the it's best answer I could come up, up with, with, and it wasn't very good. Yeah. Do you have other video game questions? Um, I just wrote down, what is this game? <laughs> At one point. Um, the motorcycle fight in the jungle was a really weird moment. Because, like, I guess we'd established that cars exist. But, like, when you see this, like, Mad Max-style motorcycle gang coming over a ridge in the jungle was very off-putting. Like, it didn't seem like it fit the rest of the setting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, from a design standpoint, it felt out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the majority of the action was very poorly shot, but I'm just used to that in action movies now. That I don't feel like I have to comment on it unless yeah. it's shot really well, which yeah. is rare. Um <laughs> Speaking of, and most of the action is Karen Gillum's character. Yes. Is the, is the fighter. Well, and her stunt double. <laughs> right. And it's very obvious that her stunt double was doing a lot. Like, the way they cut out her face, and sometimes her entire head, constantly. Yes. It's like, y'all aren't even trying. But can we talk about her dance fighting? I would love to talk about her dance fighting. So, is it- dance fighting is a real thing. It's called capo- capoeira. Yeah. And it's an actual, like, martial art with hundreds of years, maybe not hundreds, but lots of history, maybe hundreds of years of history. And it is a particular style of martial art that uses rhythm and certain motions, and that's all I know about it. that is not what she has. No, she had dance fighting. She has dance fighting skills. (laughs) And and her other fighting skills, I mean, she had other martial arts. She had, like, judo um, and taekwondo or... Yeah. Kung Fu, I don't know. She had a couple of different styles. It, it was all generic fight style. <sighs> Emmy has now put her head in her hand. <laughs> Why? She's having to hold herself up. And then... So the dance fighting, there was no dancing. No, it was fighting <laughs> it was, while music was happening. And the... I, I can't remember what song it was, but it just does not fit... No, it was a the terrible The mood, choice. the tone of what I imagined dance fighting. Or, like, what they were going for. Like, it didn't match the fight that was happening. Um, and But they made it a theme every time that song came on. Yeah, it was... When one, she, this, these are songs from the soundtrack. I just pulled them up. I don't remember which one of it is. Um... Those are names. Yeah. It was not Welcome oh, to the yeah. Jungle. Oh, yeah. Is this a Baby, I Love Your Way? Okay. Yeah. You know. Baby, I Peter Love Frampton. Your Way. Peter Frampton. Which is just a very chill. Yeah. Slow. It didn't, it mellow. certainly didn't fit the action that was happening on screen. And they didn't, like, choreograph the action to match the song, which would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like oh it's dance fighting but whatever the music is like match the dance matches that music so if it's like a big fast number she's doing big fast movements and if it's a slow jam she slow jam beats them up but no none of that 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 is not what ended up happening it didn't didn't make any sense um also um video game complaint these characters were all vastly imbalanced like you have Dwayne Johnson's character who is amazing and perfect and no weaknesses Mm -hmm. and then you have Jack Black's character who can read the map like and his other ologies paleontology archaeology never came up never never mentioned again um, which is bad game design that's all I'm saying. Like you, you can don't you can have them all have vastly different abilities, but they have to be useful in similar amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, like actually complementary, rather than just we gave all the good powers to these two characters, dance fighting and being good at punching, normal fighting. <laughs> yeah. And, as a video game component. And then maybe Kevin Hart as a zoology as a strength can talk to an elephant. Yeah. Maybe. Because he knows zoology really well that he tamed the elephant sort of. I mean that would have come in handy if talking to animals was one of his strengths. That would have come way more um, useful. I thought maybe we will go like Aquaman yeah. route. There. That would have been cool. But, um, also when you see the elephant start climbing came up like three or four times and I'm like well which one was the right one like why are there all these elements elephants don't know. <laughs> why are all these elephants here like you're trying to like so when you see an elephant climb but like that came up at least twice and neither one of them was quite correct or like appropriate and he didn't climb he rode a motorcycle up the, the back of the, the jaguar he did this is a movie that you should not think too hard about <laughs> It is not help it, meant Amy. to be thought too hard about. I can't help it. Did you have any other video game questions? Um, again, the the flamethrower on the motorcycle. Like, where did that come from? Like, how is that tied into the rest of the game? Also, when he first... He's holding it out in front of himself... <laughs> Like you throw the flamethrower as you're driving the motorcycle forward, like the flames are gonna come back onto you. Yeah. I had that same thought. I'm like, this yeah. is bad. Um most of my video game thoughts. It was a bad video game. Like inconsistent and I mean the original Jumanji board game is also probably bad. In, yeah. in terms of like board games, because I've played yeah. a lot of board games, and I'd probably yeah. go, "This isn't a very good board game. Mm-hmm. It's not fun, and not just because the monkeys come out and try and kill you, but like just in general." It's more like like Candyland or something. You yeah. roll, you go forward. Yeah. There's not a you lot. You roll of... your dice, you move your mice. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing interesting about it. Um, so that's I guess thematically consistent. They took a mediocre board game and turned it into a mediocre video game. And then made a very <laughs> mediocre movie. Yeah. Um, you have other thoughts, questions? Uh, the only other thought that popped in to mind is uh, I was thinking of the post-colonial-ality of oh. these sorts of adventure movies and video games mm-hmm. now and how it um, was just 
an amalgamation of the colonial imagination. Yeah. Like, you've got, um, uh, the, like, iconography of Latin America, kind Mm -hmm. of the jaguars, um, those kind of stone sculptures with Mm -hmm. then, like, a North African... Market. Market. Um, uh jungle which could be on several different mm-hmm. kind of colonial continents areas yeah. um and they're just it was all of them it was just all of them oh you asked me early on is jumanji the place is J- yeah <laughs> like what is jumanji they seem to be in jumanji but i don't know if it's a place or yeah so I don't remember in the original movie Jumanji being anything other than the game. Because, um... It's weird that I remember this. When Robin Williams gets sucked into the game slash the jungle, it was the the couplet, the rhyming couplet, which they tried to bring back and then mostly kind of ignored. But the rhyming couplets were a big part of the original game. But it was, in the jungle you must wait until you roll a five or eight. Mm-hmm. And he got sucked in, and the girl he was playing with ran away, and so nobody played the game for 30 years. Like, that was the inciting incident of the movie. And someone rolled a five or an eight, and he got to come back out, and that was very exciting. Um, Although he had aged 30 years, which this movie just ignored any consequences of being stuck in the jungle for 20 years, because that would have been, like, interesting. (laughs) Everything worked out in the end. Everything worked out fine. Um, I was making a point there. Oh, but yeah, it was just in the jungle. It wasn't like in Jumanji. You must wait. Like it was. It was. He got sent to a metaphorical jungle. Like not even like it was a real place. He lived there. It was terrible. But it wasn't like established that he lived in Jumanji, or that it was, or wasn't a real place. It was. It was very ambiguous. It was left very ambiguous. The idea being that all of these creatures that were coming out of the board game were in that jungle and they were coming out to our world. Um, and so now Jumanji just sucks everybody into your world. They don't come out into our world. Yeah, that we know of. That we know of. Maybe that'll happen in Jumanji the next level. Yeah. I don't have high hopes for that. I think they're no. going to stick with their format. Because then you'd have to have these uh, no-name actors play the interesting parts rather than Dwayne Johnson and Jack Black and Kevin Hart and Karen Gillan. Yeah, but you're getting Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, Danny Glover in the next one. You are, and that's m- more exciting to me. Like, even watching this going, eh, meh, I'm like, yeah, but I kind of want to see The Rock pretend to be Danny DeVito. <laughs> but my fear is it will not be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure there are deeper reads to go into. I wonder if people have written about like the post-coloniality of a jungle as threatening, yeah. um, being afraid of. Man, there's a there's a real and, good read in the original Jumanji. Yeah, era. I'm sure I'm sure someone has examined that. Uh, I think um, I think we should be ju- done with the Jack Black joke of a woman trapped in a man's. Well, he's not in the next one. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's going to be. And so that's that's that could be a good move. Um, yeah. Since we're so we're not gonna. Um, yeah. Now it's Fridge is the Jack Black character. 
Yeah. The football yeah. player. So that's good. Maybe in the last two years, we've had enough, like, kind of queer and trans awareness that... Oh, God. Lazy the joke. penis jokes. I... What? What was up with the penis jokes? It was not, like, not even jokes. Just, uh, yeah, like... Well, that was... That was just part of the joke overall. Yeah. And if it had been a guy and a girl's let's talk about binary genders oh, man. <laughs> uh, the the joke would have been about boobs it would i'm have sure been. Well, so and that, it has been every that, other time that's been a thing yeah but like i'll be honest it wasn't even like done well like the joke was haha there's a penis that was the whole joke like there's there was yeah. no interesting things about it well that that fits exactly with the rest of the film You're so correct. good job there were no interesting for about consistency <laughs> but good why job why did the video games characters have genitalia yeah i wondered about well i wondered about bodily functions <laughs> why they felt the need yeah, to, pee or to eat yeah um, well, so eating is an established thing in video games like that's, that's true that, you get more health, health when you eat Unless it's you cake. don't eliminate <laughs> That was a funny bit. I'll give him that. Him eating the cake and then exploding was funny. It is an example as well as where they put all the funny bits in the trailer. Was that in the trailer? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. And that's that. it. That's all the funny bits. That was funny. Talk um, about inconsistent strengths and weaknesses oh, yeah. of, of characters. But... Yeah, the, the the trailer, I, well, I do remember the trailer, was like the characters all like realizing they're in weird bodies. And that was all in the trailer and was the best version of those jokes in the movie. It was in those early first moments. Everything else was downhill after that. Um, but yeah, no, why, why did they need to eliminate waste in their video game? Like, where did that come from? Why was that a need? I don't know. Just, so we could make jokes about Jack Black's penis. That's why. Yeah, we just we just don't think about it too hard. It's not the movie. It's not the movie for that. Filmmaking is hard. Writing is Filmmaking hard. Filmmaking is hard. Writing is hard. Uh, Absolutely. It, it did look like there were two sets of writers on the film. I it didn't do did any look research at that, like that. on. <laughs> which is a like, sign to me that something was going wrong. Yeah, when there are four named writers in the credits, it's this not, is not usually a good sign. No. Not that it has to be a bad thing. Um, I don't want to make this into a podcast where we just watch bad movies because I like to watch things I like. Yeah. Um, I I did get Pitch Perfect so we can watch that. And then being there, I think we'll like both of those. Cool. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. But that's not the point I was making. The, the four riders just reminded me of uh, Wonder Park, which was an animated movie that came out recently with no credited director. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not a great sign. No, no. <laughs> Who directed it? Nobody. Nope, none. Don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it too hard. Could have been the name of our podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe we should change it. I mean, we can. There's no reason we couldn't. But Yeah, I think that's um, all I have. I That went through... Yeah. What I had... I mean, this... Um, we've been going... We've been going for about for, 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, 47 minutes. 47 minutes talking about a movie we didn't like. Yeah. I would I would like to do this about a movie we do like. <laughs> yeah. 
There's a lot of things that we we do. We like, like lots of things. We do like I own hundreds of movies. We see lots of great things. Yes. So. Um, but maybe we'll we'll put Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. To bed. Yeah. Good night. Welcome We're, to the jungle. <laughs> good night. We we may not see your sequel. Not in any hurry. Maybe when it's at the library. Yeah, when it's at the library. Libraries are awesome. Libraries are awesome. That should be our tagline. Go to the library. <laughs> yeah. We're just we're just changing the title all around. <laughs> yeah. Tagline isn't the word I'm meant to use. Subtitle? S- slogan. Oh. Okay. But that's fine. All Sign right. off? <laughs> Go to the library. <laughs> Go to the library. Cool. Well. I think this is the end. Yeah, we've we've clearly run out of steam. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks for watching the movie with me, Amy. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. This was fun. Yes. This this part was fun too. All right. All right. Stop the recording. Good night. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.